Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for the most average podcast ever. It's Zach. Look at this guy. So hopped up on goofballs and grass, he's got no idea what's going on. And the nose. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? (laughs) Why? All right, folks, it is volume 21, I think, of Zach and the Nose podcast. Uh, I have no idea what volume we are anymore. Maybe we'll just start the volume two or episode. What I have no idea. We'll just, we'll figure it all out as it goes. That's the BS in the front of the podcast. As always, I do this podcast with my buddy, the Nose, Spencer the Nose, at, at Spencer Nose on Twitter. And he's here with me, my partner in crime, after a very debaucherous weekend that I had, and he had a normal daddy weekend. We'll get more into that uh, later in the podcast. Uh, first off, Nose, how are you this morning? I'm just really happy to see you alive right now. I am alive, so barely. I will tell you what, I'll tell the listeners here what you did. You were a 40-year-old man with... Almost. How many of your boys from high school did you go on a debaucherous weekend? Uh, take my brother out of the equation because he was there with us. There was 10 of us. So 11 all together with my brother, but 10 of us who have not been all in the same room since graduation night in 1997. All best friends since we're about four or five years old. Uh, and we got together to celebrate all of our 40th birthdays uh, in one place in a mansion in Orlando. And I happen to know all the characters, every single last one of you those do. characters. And the fact that no one got arrested. No one got arrested. The fact that everyone came home alive. Everyone came home alive. And their hearts are beating right now. Everyone's hearts are beating, I believe, right now, yes. But we're still getting over this week. I feel like it's an upset. I feel like you guys beat the odds. We did. We did. Oh, my God. We did. It was an interesting weekend. Also, Kentucky Derby had something to do with my weekend, too. Again, we'll get into that uh, later on the podcast. Uh, You came in, interestingly, today dressed in a Boston Celtics hat. I know you were a huge Boston Celtics fan, so I guess I'll start the podcast there. Um, Easily one question. What the hell's going on with the Celtics? And I'll even do the follow-up there. What the hell's going on with Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving is one crazy motherfucker. And I don't curse a lot on this thing, but we all know how uh, different he is. He is different. Uh, the big problem right now, and I don't care how crazy he is in his real life. Yes, I am a diehard Celtics fan. My dad raised me as a young kid, Larry Bird, crazy kind of kid. And um, tonight, you, you know, is the last night probably that Kyrie will that's ever right, be in a Celtics right. jersey. I have there being no shot of the Celtics coming out and beating uh, the freak. And, you know, we've discussed Paul Pierce on this podcast. This guy, all right, I'm loyal to you, Paul Pierce, and I do love you, but I don't know if TV is your best play. It's not. We all know that. Are you kidding me coming out after game one and saying it's all over? Are you serious? First, you tell uh, the world that you're better than Dwayne Wade basically the day Dwayne Wade's retiring. And now you're coming out after game one of the Celtics and... You say it's all over. Now we're down 3-1. to one. Thanks, right. Paul. Yeah, it is over, but it's just yeah. over in the wrong way at this point. Uh, it's just weird how you take the, the eight teams left right now. No team is eliminated yet. Could be tonight. Could be in the next night or two. It will be tonight. Um, 
you take all these eight teams left, you put them on paper, you take the team name off, you just put the player names there. I would, it would almost be hard not to say the Celtics are the best or second best or third best team out of the eight left. Uh, just on paper with the players because of how good your team is and how deep the Celtics are. But Jesus, this team can't play together. Like last year, you didn't have Kyrie and you went farther. That's like, cr- that is correct. Is the boss? Is this a dumb thing to say? Could the Boston Celtics be better off without Kyrie Irving? Oh, absolutely. And it's I'm crazy and I, to say that. I'm saying it. Um, there's a lot of problems with this team. First of all, Tatum. Hello, taking a major step backwards. Okay, wow, that's a big problem. Everyone's like, "Do you trade Tatum if you you know if you could get Anthony Davis?" Oh my God, of course we do. In one second, anybody, I trade out anybody for Anthony Davis. But that's a side note that maybe we'll come over. Which this summer's or the free agency, we will have so much to talk it's about. Be really after fun. July first, yeah. we might have to do a podcast like July second, no matter what day I'm it ready. is, just because. I have a feeling at midnight on July 1st, you're going to see Durant gone, Kyrie gone, this guy gone, Kawhi this. There's going to be so much to talk about. We still have, luckily, a month and change till we get there, but you're right. Uh, I, if New Orleans called uh, three months ago and said, I want this, 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 and this, and you can have Anthony Davis, I wouldn't even care who this, 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 and this was. I would say, we get Anthony Davis back? Yes, please. Yes, please. Check, please. All yes. that. Yes. You know, so here's the thing on Kyrie. I think we now see it. Kyrie's an amazing basketball player, obviously. There's no but, doubt about that. Okay. But... I don't think he could be the best player on a team that wins a championship, and that's your problem. Kyrie Irving is a wonderful player, but he is not a leader, a natural-born leader. But he wanted to be, right? That's why he left LeBron in Cleveland. He just doesn't lead by an example that I think relates to the players, and I think he is a perfect second player. And Don't uh, tell him that. Of course, well... We'll see tonight. He has one chance tonight to see if he could do it, and I'm obviously very pessimistic about it. But what I do want to talk about is, you know, the up-and-coming legend that is the freak. He's unbelievable. I can honestly say that I wasn't able to watch as many games that he's been in because Milwaukee's not on national... a sexy team to watch Well, they're just not on national television a whole lot, and it was just difficult. And now I watch every second of every game. I have never seen... Outside of Shaquille O'Neal, a more dominant presence where he has the ball and he's able to dribble like a point guard, go to the basket, and he's taller and longer than everybody. So it's almost like every play is a layup. And then if you don't want to give him the layup, that's when he has 20-plus free throws per game. So the Greek freak is um, probably one of the better players I've seen in a very long time. And what I hope happens, and I'd be so impressed, is that if he actually stays with Milwaukee, because I think he's the one player who doesn't want to go to a major market and is very thankful that he was drafted by Milwaukee. And if he stays there, that team could come out of the East and Milwaukee, the goddamn Milwaukee Bucks, could end up being Eastern champions, Eastern Conference champions, for, and then maybe years. in a few years to come, actually win the NBA. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that they are on pace now if they could keep everything together. They're not going to be able to keep everybody. That never happens on any team. But you keep the Greek freak happy. You keep Chris Middleton there, and you keep some role players there that want to play with the Greek freak. Uh, he's gonna. That team's going to be really good. And can you imagine if for some strange reason – in the next couple, as we're watching Greek Freak highlights on TV right now, can you imagine in the next couple years if this guy actually develops a consistent jump shot? He's the jump shot's decent it's right coming. now. It's but can you imagine if it oh. if it become like this summer? Every summer, you know, you, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird used to talk, and even Michael. This summer I worked on my jumper. This summer I worked on this. This summer I worked on that. Uh, this summer I worked with Hakeem Olajuwon on my on my post game. You know, LeBron did that one summer also. 
the better of the better, the best of the best, do it every summer to get a little bit better. I could tell right now, just looking at the 76ers, they're going to have problems with Embiid and Simmons dedicating summers to getting better. The Greek freak, not at all. I think if this guy, this kid, works on his jump shot for two months or three months over the summer, this is going to be a na- He's already nasty. This is going to be really nasty for the next 10 years in the NBA. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, really excited to see what he does. He's actually a really good person. Um, obviously, I'm a fanatical of my team, but you know, I like to see somebody like that have success. So if Milwaukee moves on, I'm going to be rooting for them. And as you said, if he signs there, people will come. Absolutely. People I agree. will come to Milwaukee. I agree. Which is also Milwaukee, Algonquin for the new land. Wow. What, what just happened? You obviously don't know your Wayne's world very well. No, I didn't get that. Uh, it, it went right over. Plus, I'm still hungover. I you know have you to are, give me I'm a, really watching. I'm usually it. pretty quick on that kind of stuff. I am just. I'm like. I'm like half sleeping at this and point. On another note, I've been having this argument with a lot of people about Ben Simmons and whether or not Ben Simmons is going to have a really good NBA career or the fact that he cannot shoot is he really shoot. You know what his uh, career? Um, how many career three pointers he has? No. This just in. A big fat zero. Come on, he's over, not even one. He's zero for seventeen. And guess what position he plays so in the Shaq NBA? So Shaq has hit more three pointers. If you're telling me Shaq's hit, Shaq's uh, hit at least one. Yeah. Well, and then he has more. Th- I mean, I hope I'm gonna make, hit I one. have some pretty good, um, you know, knowledge behind some of the nose. Some some people helping me out. So I hope the nut is right on this one. Wow. Zero for seventeen. Holy shit! And you're a point guard in the NBA. I just don't understand why someone's being paid the amount of money you're being paid. Just like you said, how are you not taking one thousand three pointers every a day? day? Huh? You're telling me I'm these guys bat- don't live in big enough houses where they have an indoor court they could just sit in their house all day. You know how much bring money a trainer? They make. Of course, and I know he's a great player. I'm a, I, I'm a believer in Ben Simmons. I don't love the guy, his personality, and I also don't love Joel Embiid's personality. Believe it or not, a lot of people do. I find him to be uh, disgenuous, or yeah. is that a real word? I might okay. be, yeah. We'll use it. I try my best. No, it was good. But um, overall, um, I, I'm rooting for the Sixers to lose, because I don't like those guys, and I'm rooting for the freak if they beat the Celtics, which... At this point, I'm pretty much defeated. Uh, I mean, it's almost done. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, bury the ship yet in Boston. And, but yeah, it's close to being the Boston Tea Party at this point. Gordon Haywood's two points and two rebounds last game was awesome. Is that guy making thirty three million a year? That is correct. Wow, That's twice man. I did that. I, do you believe what's going on? No, I mean, so no, no. The Celt- and there's definitely uh, people dogging my coach, my young, beautiful coach. Who I overrated? Still they call him. I do. I don't. A little early for that. The kid's still a baby. Let's give him a chance. But I think Kyrie. Let's just say this. When we lose tonight, and we will, if gambler's out there, I, I think this thing is over. Uh, Kyrie's going to move onward, and I'm totally okay with it. Yeah, I think that I would be too at this point. I mean, Kyrie's a special player. He's really good, but he's just hurting. I think he's hurting the growth of a Jalen Brown and a and a Tatum and, and Terry. Like, all these guys in your team that took this team basically yeah. almost to the promised land. I mean, I, Terry Rozier Terry was Rozier. just wonderful last year. Yeah. And, uh, and now he doesn't play. Again, he's Kyrie, like, when he scores and he does what, when he does, what he does good. Top 10 guy in the league when he wants so to play. It's so sick. Yeah. And you're, I, you, I just wanted it to work so badly, but it didn't. Yep. And if he walks... I know normally it's gonna suck, but you're not no, gonna be. No, like I would crying. be. I'm gonna be just fine yeah. if he walks. I know that sounds crazy, but I also want Anthony Davis. But that's another. Again, we'll talk about that that's during uh, the the dog days of summer. And by the way, just in case it works out the way the NBA probably doesn't want it to, 
if for some reason it's not Philly and Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals like they would love to see with two major markets, and it's Toronto and Milwaukee, how about the Greek Freak and Kawhi yeah. every night for seven games or every other night, whatever it is, that series, I've been talking about it on, on, the, on the Joe Rose show uh, for, day, for like weeks now. If it somehow goes there, the NBA is going to hate it because it's not major markets, but holy bleep, Kawhi versus the Greek Freak, two up-and-coming guys, top five players in the league. They're not up-and-coming. Holy bleep. They arrived. Yeah, I they know. are top five, both Kawhi? of them. Kawhi? Yeah, no, Kawhi's... Wow. You know, of course, I'm listening to Max Kellerman on some ESPN show. Oh, what shows. an idiot that guy is. What? What an um, idiot. He called him better than Kobe. He said yeah. that he's a more clutch player. Oh. And like, you know, then yeah. it's just so stupid. Yeah. What about the other side real quick before we get onto another topic? Um, no one's really talking about Denver and Portland. Denver's going to end up winning that series. I don't the think Joker they, is so good. He's so good. Oh fantasy nut. Like, he is the I best. I do fantasy basketball. Fantasy basketball. You I have jo- Oh, man. You're awesome. The Joker is beyond him. Beyond. beyond. Yeah. Okay, so take that um, out of the equation for a second. You got Golden State and Houston. Series is tied up. It was over when it was 2-0. Now it's 2-2. Can Houston do the impossible and beat this Golden State team? James Harden's going to let us know tonight. I, I, is there anything more entertaining than this series right now in terms of basketball? This, they're basically, this should be the conference finals, even though it's not because of how the seedings were ranked. Sure. But um, what an entertaining... I've actually... I'm tired at night, man. I'm tired at night, but I can't I am, do it. I can't. I, I get to the first quarter and I'm done. I get through about halftime. Then here's the move, dude. You DVR it right before you go to bed. This I do this also for my football when I've been drinking all day or something, and I need that Sunday night football, even if I'm fading out because I need a wide receiver to get me a few more points. <laughs> but if your eyes are closed and your eyes are closed, that's okay. it. You're done. If the yeah. Jack Daniels is telling you to slow it down, if the Jack Array is telling you to go to bed, <laughs> then you just. You just literally hit DVR. Life hack. Wake up in the morning and just put it on immediately. And it's just like it never happened. So I pull that move off every time. And I've been doing it with the Golden State Houston series because it's too good. It's too good. I mean, watching Harden um, play. And again, I don't, I didn't get to, I mean, I've watched him plenty. I know, but holy cow, he's doing it in the clutch moments where Curry and the Splash Brothers are choking their brains out right now, or at least in the last few games or in the series for that matter. Harden is not choking, and he's been a pleasure to watch. So, um, Your prediction with three games left in that series? Golden State's going to win. Yeah, yeah. I, I've said it now for two years straight that um, I don't think there's a team in the league that could beat Golden State four out of seven times. There are plenty of good teams in the league. Now there's really a good amount because the East is, is strong. Their top four in the East outside of your team right now, is are they're strong. They're, they're, they're good teams. They're deep. Um, Golden State is a very good team, very very top-heavy, maybe one of the most top-heavy teams we've ever seen. But their bench in the last five years since they started this run has gotten depleted. Year by year, one guy leaves, this guy leaves, this guy leaves. Boogie Cousins gets hurt. I just don't think anyone beats him. Harden's got to put up a nickel. He's got to put up a 50. He's got to put up a 50. And if he does, then uh, they have a shot. They have a shot. You're right. But he he needs to put on a magical show in Golden State. And if he does it, God bless him. I I don't know who I'm rooting for because, like, I do love Curry. He just seems like a really genuine kid. I just, but ultimately, and I don't know if I love D'Antoni. I don't know who I'm rooting for. I actually watched that game really not rooting for anybody besides just being good basketball. Entertained. Yeah, 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 you're right. I agree. If it goes to game seven, there's a 0.0% chance Houston wins that game. Last game at Oracle, possibly, if they lose, there's just no chance they lose that game. That's why if, 
there, I just don't think there's a team that teams can get to seven. We've seen it. I just don't think teams can beat Golden State in a seven game series. Okay, last weekend, by the way, outside of my debauchery weekend that I had with my buddies, the Kentucky Derby happened. We placed a bet. Tell me more. Can I throw up first before this happens? Uh. All right, so we did make a bet over the weekend. We took a couple hundred bucks between the, the 11 of us, bet on three horses. One of the horses we bet on at first won the race. I forgot the name of the horse already. Maximum Security? Yeah. No, I don't even know. Uh, we were excited. We're running around. It already showed on my buddy's app what the winning is going to be. It didn't pay out yet, obviously, but you have basically placed this bet. This is what this bet is going to win. Congratulations. Let me, let me guess. You had your trip paid for if that goes through. We had the greatest Saturday night dinner of all time paid for at any place we wanted in the entire state. And then washed away. Gone. Gone like the wind. Gone like the wind. Like a fart Wh- in the wind. What a debacle that was. The Kentucky Derby failed. What a fail. I'm sitting there. We're all sitting there watching this woman looking at five screens on TV for 20 flipping minutes. What the hell was that about? It was awful. And what Mike, they, I mean, like, how did they do that? Mike Tirico is trying to fill airtime to the best of his ability. And God bless. I love that man and his skill set. But it was getting old. And we were just, I mean... The, the best horse didn't win that race. Right. And uh, a lot, a lot of people were either really fucking happy or really miserable. Well, how about the people that bet on, what was the uh, the other horse that won? There was like a 50 to 1 or whatever it was. 65 to 1. Can you imagine betting 50 bucks on that and thinking you didn't win and then you won? Well, normally like, that's God. just like throwing away $50. But of it course. Was, right, but it wasn't. There were a lot of people who made a lot of money on that. But no, there was a whole lot more people like my buddy who was there with his family with four friends, and they went big on maximum security. Oh. They won between three people $6,000. So they wow. won, what was it? My math is terrible. They won, like, whatever. It was $2,000. Two, grand, $2, each? two yeah. grand each. Pays for their entire trip. They're going nuts. Hammered at the show, you know, all dressed up. Hammered, going nuts. Video, girls going crazy. And then all of a sudden, like the, get, the money got stolen out of their pocket. And, and he, my buddy said it like ruined their weekend. Like that's how emotional it was. You think you've, you're riding such a high and then you get such a low. Uh, just an awful job. I thought, um, you know, I'm not a racing guy. And Me either. So I, the only I'm, person I know that I'm does not, that is the I, I was lucky I even watched it, to be honest with you, because I'm just not into horses personally. No. But uh, I am into sports drama, and they gave us plenty of sports drama, and that totally sucks for you. Oh. It, is there a better feeling when you go to, like, Vegas and you hit and you literally, like, your whole trip is paid for. There is no better no, feeling course. in the world. And you were going to this restaurant, you could have been ordering... Whatever uh, we wanted, whatever drink we wanted, exactly. whatever bottle we right. wanted, and it was paid for in cash. Nobody take your wallet out. We're good to go. Scott's got the money on the app. Let's ride out. And then literally it was taken right from us. And we that- sat on a pile of gold, and we literally got up for, for one second, came back, it was gone. I bet you just drank those worries off, didn't you? We drank everything off. It didn't even matter this week. You, we drank everything. You look like hell. Oh, God. Oh my God. I, feel I like just shit. said it. Man, Jesus. you look like hell. I can't was, believe you're in this room with me right first now. First off, I mean, think about a, a good night of drinking for, for someone like us right now. Saturday night, out with the wife and another family. Maybe another, you know, another group. Man, you can't speak for me. You know I'm an animal. But you're six of you out. You're going drinking. The next morning, you feel like shit. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. done. Yeah. Now imagine that m- when you wake up in the morning, you go to the fridge after we went to Publix the day before and filled that thing up. 
hundreds of dollars worth of food and soda and this and that, and you go the next morning because you bought two gallons of orange juice to get a glass of orange juice. There's not even bottled water left. 50 bottles of water gone overnight. Two gallons of orange juice Did gone overnight. Did you spike it with vodka? <laughs> I, I legitimately took a Labatt Blue and drank it for breakfast Friday morning because that's all we had cold. It started at 7.45 in the morning because there was nothing to drink. And then finally, let's go back to Publix. Let's buy more of this. Let's buy more of that. Gone two hours later, only thing left to drink was moonshine and yingling. Oh, that's God. it. That's a, or, or we had a nice like a bottle great. of Zaffa rum, gone. A couple bottles of vodka, gone. It looked like, and honestly looked like, a frat house after a party. And that's what it was supposed to be. Congratulations. But that's all we have is 11 people there, not all, a frat house full of kids. All hearts are still beating, though. Good God. Oh, okay, deep breath, because this is the part of the, the podcast I really want to get to. Yes. Um, yes. We're, we, we realize that after kind of nowhere that both of us are game of throwing nuts, we're obviously we talked about the Avengers the other in one of the other podcasts, but we love the Game of Thrones and there's literally how many episodes left now two two episodes left. So episode four was just this week. What did you think about episode four? We knew going into it that they just had the greatest fight ever. They 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 won the big war, but not the all the war. Like the, we know all that. We heard all that. We wanted to see who was still alive. How many dragons were still there? Whatever the case was, when four started and ended, your thoughts were what? So I've talked to many people about this, okay? And 95% of the people feel the same way that I do. After such a long break in Game of Thrones, and this being the final season, I am sad to say that I think it's been a total letdown so far. Wow. Yeah, I do. Um, the first two episodes of the final six were pure table setters. Then you have the Battle of Winterfell, which you know disappointed on a lot of levels. The levels being very simple. No one could see it. Yeah, okay, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. dark. I mean, SNL's making fun of it. You know, everyone Howard Stern. If you listen to Howard Stern, is going on rampages against how I couldn't see it. You know, you finally get to this big war, and I loved some of the scenes where they were. You know, the shot from above where you see the fire, and you know there were some amazing things. Don't get me wrong, I, I did love a lot of that episode. But there were a lot of people who were very disappointed with it. Uh, again, you couldn't sort of see it. Yeah, there was a lot of parts you couldn't see. Yeah. And uh, so far, you know, it's just been a bit of a letdown. Um, there's been zero answers on, like, the Night King's origin and, like, his motivation of what they were doing. Were they just going to, you know, they sort of just killed the Night King. And we didn't really learn anything about them, their background story. So that's just like a, a whole... From the first scene of ever in Game of Thrones, you see the White Walkers. You never knew what they were. Were they just going to come and dominate and just take over everybody? Never really addressed. Okay. So then they come back with another slow episode, which focused on all these garbage romances, this last one. Okay. So I'm talking about episode, what was it, four? Yes. Episode four is everyone's looking at everybody. You see Sansa's eyes are going with... Uh, Daenerys and Jon Snow, where there's a little Starbucks cup in there in that little scene, which is funny as hell. But by the way, they took it out in, in all the replays now on HBO. Yeah, they have blacked it out. They did. You can't see it anymore because of the mistake they made. I yeah. think that's a choke by them. I think it was pretty Total, funny. They should have right? left it in there. Yeah, you know. So they kill one of the dragons in such a stupid and unceremonious way. All the characters right now are just being a little bit. I don't know. They're they're complete morons in my opinion. You have the Kingslayer banging Brienne of Tarth. I had to turn away. I did not 
I've, I did not want to see that at all. I, I like when Tyrion afterwards asked what she was like downstairs. I thought that was one of the funniest scenes in any of the Game of Thrones. Like, what was she like? What was she like? I've been waiting to make tall jokes my whole life. Like, I thought that was kind of funny. It was pretty funny, but I just didn't like that they hooked up. I, I It was very soap opera-ish to me. Like, really? I mean, I'm a very hetero human being. He's a pretty good-looking dude, okay? Brienne of Tarth. He's only on one hand. I don't care. I'm just saying. I, I hear you, but maybe uh, maybe that means something. But I mean, Cersei's is a pretty decent looking chick. Okay, that, I mean, I know it's his sister and all, but he went from that to Brienne of Tarth, and then he says at the end, uh, "I'm just um, I'm an evil man," and he goes back to his sister because he can't not leave his sister. Of course, he, he's addicted to the sister. That's it. He loves that incestual sex. Oh, it's so weird. Just the overall, you have two episodes left. And I know this one's going to be epic. Five is supposed up. to be the nutball one. Like, sit by your TV, don't move, make sure you have a drink beforehand. And I'm just praying that they wrap up this show in the next two episodes. Not give you a Sopranos-like ending where you have no idea what happened at the end? I'm not I'm not looking for Sopranos. I'm looking for Breaking Bad. Yeah, okay? an ending. Breaking Bad had the one of the best endings. Everybody was satisfied with how that amazing show from start to finish ended. And it was, if you remember, at the time, pretty much as close as Games of Thrones. Now, I know oh, Game yeah, of Thrones popularity. is on a much, probably on a bigger level. Breaking Bad finished the show like a boss, and I'm really hoping they don't go super cheesy. And I'll just say it right now. If they have Jon Snow and Daenerys at the end sharing the throne... And every, you know, girl out there watching, you know, or like my wife, I'll say, is, well, is going to be the happiest person in the world. I won't be happy. Yeah, I, I think, don't want I the obvious zero ending. percent chance that like that. Please, zero. please don't. I'm rooting for the bad girl. Give me Cersei's actually winning. I mean, she she took off that girl's head. Oh, man. Wow. Norenda or whatever her name is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy moly. That, that, see, now you pissed off the dude with no testicles down who loved her. Gray Worm. Yeah, Gray yeah. Worm's pissed. Oh, he ain't happy. And she's pissed. I think this is going to take a turn now um, where there's going to be some sort of conflict in that last episode between Jon Snow and Daenerys. But I just don't understand how easy it's to kill a dragon all of a sudden. We've been with those dragons, okay, for a long time. White Walker. They shot a bow and arrow and Now, the White them. Walker dude taking out the... Um, Taking out the first with, with a spear. Yeah. Okay, respect. These guys are are, are serious. White Walker, yeah. correct. Who knows how strong they really are? Seriously, yeah. But if you you know, all of a sudden, uh, Greyjoy from the waters is taking them out with spears. I mean, that was a sick shot to the head. Sick yeah, shot. right through the brain. Yeah. But again, very unceremonious. They were a huge part of the reason why Daenerys has the power. And all of a sudden, boom, we're down to one dragon. Like what? We think. We don't even know anymore, right? I have no, no, no idea. We're, we're down to one dragon. I feel like there's going to be 50 dragons in the last episode. I feel like she's going to wake up dragons, like something stupid's going to happen. Because they did make a uh, one kind of uh, statement in the middle of it or whatever it was, like what kind of crazy person like rides a dragon or jumps on a dragon? Like the Mad King. Like that's the kind of person. And I think she's going to go crazy. In the next 90 minutes of this. Oh, she's not happy. Her best friend and she, only friend, essentially, because that's what you saw. Daenerys is looking at everybody's got crews and clicks and Tyrion's hers, having drinking hers games. Hers died and Jon Snow wants nothing to do with her anymore. And she's just sitting there being like, hmm, what's going on here? She don't want to give up the throne. Yeah. And he, it's very interesting how it's all going down. But uh, I think Arya is going to kill Jon Snow. Look at you. We I, do. We do have a. a I know a it's poem. somewhere. We're, it's we're somewhere at, here. No, I, I think now after seeing everything that's been going on and like how they took him after like that last meeting outside and was like, we don't trust her. And that, 
I think he is going to fall back kind of like in love, love with that would be dope with Daenerys, and Arya is going to have to kill him. I just didn't like how Sansa immediately tells Tyrion about uh, John after he made her swear. There, it, it, uh, there's a lot of games going on, and I know there's a lot games, of games, a lot of games of Thrones, Game of Thrones all yeah. get to that to that throne. Um, I just want the soap opera parts to be out of it, and I am, I'm praying that the next two episodes just make me forget about the first four. And, and they might, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the White Walker kind of war. Uh, here's the crazy. I just don't know if that's over yet. Is that weird that it's I don't over. think that? And that's well, it's weird. It's not weird because, because they think, were such a huge part of the show. I know, but there's some sort of correlation between the the Night King and was Bram Bran, whatever his yeah. name is. There's know, something there. You know, and, and the problem is, if and, and if you're right, I hope you're right, because that means there's more meaning to the White Walkers and the Army of the Dead. But I'm afraid, in a weird way, they just killed them off, and now they're oh, moving God, onward. Right. And, and that's what's disappointing. Very, very disappointing. It is disappointing, because you wanted to see a little bit more, a little more storyline. I just know what those people were about, right. like a little bit. And I also wanted to see maybe a showdown between uh, Snow and, and the, the White and the Night King. It would have been nice. Yeah, right. no, we, we got, I mean, the Arya death scene of him, well, that was so cool. The dropping of the knife move. It was sick. So good. And now you see her, by the way, on like Twitter and stuff like that, where she, they show like a little scene where she's practicing it, and there's another move she does, where she's like holding the knife with the left hand, throws it to the right and stab, or like opposite, I'm not sure. Like, I think she's got a bigger part in the show than, than maybe a lot of people think. I think Not that I think she's going to sit on the Iron Throne, because I don't think she wants anything to do with that. I just feel like she's going to end up being like the real, real bad guy at the end. She's going to have to do something crazy. I hope so. I, I think I'm, she does. I'm on Team like, Arya. Kill like Jon Snow else. or kill the, the mother of dragon. Like something stupid has to happen here with the inner circle of that whole crew. Forget about the crew sitting at King's Landing right now waiting for everybody. Or now that everyone's kind of on their way there or there. Uh, it's that inner crew of like Jon Snow, mother of dragons. Aria, Sansa, Sansa. Yeah. like I just something's feel gonna like happen there. Something, yeah, because all those eyes are going around. Everyone's looking Everybody. at each other. I, I, I hated it. And I then the mother of dragons is sitting there looking around, going, "I have no friends. Right. Jon Snow doesn't like me anymore, but I do have a fucking dragon, and I'm hot as hell, and I am smoking hot, <laughs> and everyone here wants to bang me. Everyone here wants yeah, to bang. Everybody me. in the world wants. So to So we'll bang see what me. happens with that. All right. So I think we're done with this uh, week's podcast. Uh, Game of Thrones coming up this weekend. Lots of basketball going on. We'll get into everything next week. And we do have a big thing coming up in a couple weeks here on the podcast. Announcements we have coming up. We have a huge announcement we'll make. We'll probably end up making that on the Joe Rose Show one morning. Uh, We'll keep everyone, uh, you know, kind of uh, in the loop of that, I guess you could say. Um, But that's it for now. I could talk Game of Thrones. I can't believe there's only two more episodes left. I really can't believe that. I'm ready for it to end. I'm never ready for a good show to end. I know. Never. I know, but I'm ready. But there's also three spinoffs coming, by the way. Of course. Of course. I, you can't, there's money to be made. You can't just let that money yeah, sit HBO on the table. is trying to keep up with Netflix, okay? And, they have to. And so they need to put out some more Game of Thrones. It's yep. just just like Breaking Bad did with... Um, That's right, with uh, Better, Better, Better Call, Call Saul, Saul, which is a phenomenal show. And it's show. a preemptive to Breaking Bad, which I think we're going to see, by the way, that whole Mad King story that we talk about, I believe one of these spinoffs is going to be fully on yeah, him. I read Naomi Watts might be a... Yes. Yeah. So well, who doesn't want to be in it now? That's how big it is. I mean, it's epically big. Yes. So, you know, they got to keep it going because HBO, they have a baby and they have to, you know, they have to raise that baby a little bit more or else they're going to find it. feed it with the teat. Give it the teat. HBO is expensive. I know it is. So they have to, uh, they have to keep up with the Joneses. 
All right, that's it for the podcast this week. I believe it's volume 21. I think we're over with that now. We'll talk to you again next week. Knows any final words before we get out of here today? Just hope Mondo's having a good workflow today. Mondo is having a... It's overtime flow later on tonight. The best. That's our boy, Armando in Miami. Always a good shout-out for him. All right, we'll talk to you again next week. Peace. It's Zach and the News. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.